about the housing and residential supports that Autism Speaks is working on. Sure, and, and you know, you're absolutely right. That, that was an important um, news item that went out there and really got people talking about this topic. And uh, I, before we talk about housing, I just want to mention really briefly transition. Yeah. Um, because that, we, we do consider that part of our adult services, what we work on here at Autism Speaks. And as you saw in that show on Dateline, um, you know, that transition period is crucial, it's absolutely crucial to setting up our adults for success uh, once those, those educational entitlements end. So um, while everyone has you know, their best intentions in mind, it's really important to learn from those who've come before us and design the transition years, so really between age 13 and 21, to, to really focus on what your child needs to, to live independently or as independently as possible and to hopefully gain employment later in life. And those yeah. goals have to be at the forefront uh, throughout those years. Um, so thanks for letting me just mention that. Oh, absolutely. But, um, you know, so housing and residential supports, uh, we actually, we, we've changed the name uh, of that now. We're calling it housing and community living because it's really uh, a part of an adult life that's just so important to all of us. And for people with autism, uh, has often um, not been made available. Many, many people with autism, after they leave high school, find themselves back at home on mom and dad's couch. Um, they are less engaged in uh, the community and in post-secondary education and employment than almost any other disability group that they're compared against. Uh, and so this housing issue is really a crucial one. Many people with autism uh, find themselves growing very lonely and isolated when there is no uh, place for them to go if they're part of the community. So we've hired a new person uh, recently in, in, in the last several months named Angela Lello, who's based in D.C. She's our director of the uh, Housing and Community Living Initiative. And really what Angela's working on is making sure that more and more of these community-based services um, housing and residential supports designed for people with autism are made available to those adults who want them. Um, she's also working on shortening some of the Medicaid waiting lists around the country, which uh, some of them are just criminally long, you know, 20 years long yeah. to, to receive Medicaid waiver services for those home community-based supports. Um, we're also working on, um, uh, in collaboration with the Autistic Global Initiative, which is a wonderful organization uh, led by people with autism, um, a curriculum that they wrote that is designed for those who care for adults with autism in the home. Uh, right now, there are really no minimum standards um, or regulations, uh, very little, uh, in terms of maintaining quality of the people who work with our loved ones once they're adults. Uh, so the Autistic Global Initiative wrote a curriculum, uh, and that is part of our initiative to push for minimum standards for those who, who work with our people at home. Wonderful. Wonderful. And if somebody wanted more information about this area, uh, about the curriculum, and the, which site should they go to to get that, Dave? So they go to www.autismspeaks.org, and then I believe there's a link there for um, families and adults. Okay. And then uh, you'll, you'll follow that to, to find more information about the different adult categories that we, that we work on. Okay, and then you've got a whole area having to do with post-secondary education for adults as well. I have to be honest with you, I didn't know that you had all of this stuff, and I'm thinking if I didn't know, many of our viewers didn't know. Talk a little bit about your post-secondary education stuff. Yeah, thanks for pointing it out. Um, so we have uh, a guide, first of all, and this is what we do a lot of um, on my team at, uh, in family services. 
Um, we create these toolkits and guides uh, for families and for, and for adults with autism. This one is about the post-secondary education opportunities out there. So it shows the range from your traditional four-year colleges and universities, uh, and some that include an autism-specific support program, all the way down through um, two-year community colleges, um, uh, life skills programs, and vocational programs um, that are available for people with autism. And you know what some of the pluses and minuses might be, where some of the challenges are. Uh, and it's a, it's a very useful tool, I think, that was written largely by people with autism. Some college professors with autism helped us with that as well. And then a really important initiative that I want people to know about um, was started by uh, a then board member, now our board chair, um, Mr. Brian Kelly and his wife, Patricia. They started a, a post-secondary scholarship fund. Um, so this fund doesn't go directly to individuals, it goes to programs that serve individuals with autism in any of those post-secondary educational settings. So um, we, it gives up to $25,000 to those programs to then give those scholarships to the students they serve. So it's a, it's a great um, uh, and really generous um, uh, program that the Kellys set up and it's becoming more and more competitive each year uh, to get those dollars, but it's really making some some opportunities available to students with autism that weren't there before. Amazing. And where can people get the guide, the, the post-secondary educational opportunity guide? Sure. Um, so once they've gone in and, and found the, the uh, adult section of our website, uh, it should break down into our housing, employment, and post-secondary education section, uh, and they'll be able to find it there. There's also a place they can go uh, once in that family uh, and adult section. There's a link for toolkits, and you'll see we have over 40 toolkits, and all of them are, are available for free to download. Um, some of them are also available for prints. If you ask us, um, we may be able to send it to you in a print version, but they're all there uh, for free, and you can find it uh, on our website. Okay, because I, I, I have to definitely get that. We have at least five people a week, Dave, who will write in and say, how do I find out what the different college programs are? who has what, and, and what a wonderful thing that you guys already have, and I'm going to send everyone to you guys when they ask for that information. And then lastly, I want Thank to talk you. a little bit about grants. You guys yes. have, have been giving grants, and you've got a bunch of grants. What kinds of grants, uh, when, if people are looking to apply for grants right now, what are you looking for in the family and the adult services area? Sure. So, you know, really, in the, in the past, a lot of these grants went to programs that were um, coming up with new and innovative ideas for how to support people with autism. And, and the ones that are really innovative um, are, and are very exciting often get these grants. And I should say that these decisions to award the grants are not made by us uh, as staff at Autism Speaks, but they're made by committees uh, that are comprised of people with autism, parents of people with autism, and then experts in each field. So it's important to note that. Um, but recently, there's been a bit more uh, of a change in focus. And now we're, we're looking a lot more at replicating programs that we know work. So the models that have proved themselves over the years, um, you know, I think a lot of people can submit grant proposals for replicating that at their own site. Something that's shown to be effective, that we know, and we have research to prove that it helps people with autism. Well, we'd love to see that in more and more places. So um, that's often what the grant committees look for. But again, I want to say that I'm not part of those committees, um, and, and it's, a, it's a full decision process that they go through together. 
Well, and I can speak to, you know, I've never sat on a committee for the adult services because obviously my child still preteen, you know, I wouldn't be qualified for that. But I have sat on other committees um, to decide where grant funds go to for Autism Speaks. And I've, uh, mm-hmm. I have such great respect because um, it, it really is a rigorous process and it's amazing the people that they pull in, the people that I've gotten to meet who are also weighing in for the grant process. You guys are, are very thorough and I, I respect and admire that because it's important, you know, as, as you, you guys raise a lot of money throughout the year and you're very careful about who you give it to, which I think is wonderful. Uh, thanks, thanks, Jen. I I just think that uh, this is wonderful. Um, this entire program that you're overseeing, uh, the adult services, it's it's wonderful. It's exciting. I hope that you'll come back again and check in with us when you've got more things to tell our families. Did we leave anything out, Dave? Uh, you know what? I left one thing out. There okay. New, the newest toolkit is actually for uh, people who have been diagnosed with autism as adults. Oh, I so, love that. Yeah, I and mean, we often meet parents who, after their children were diagnosed, then started to explore the possibility that they may be on the spectrum themselves. Um, yes. So this toolkit is designed for those people who have questions about, is it worth getting a diagnosis? What, what will that mean for me? Uh, those kinds of questions. So I just want to mention that that is our newest toolkit, and, and it can be found on the toolkit page. That is a wonderful toolkit. Uh, and again, you know, we should mention that all, all, there are a wide variety. I guess I haven't been in on that tab in a while um, to see all the new things, and I need to check it out myself. But if people go to autismspeaks.org, such a resource for so many different things. But click on the toolkit tab to see. And as you mentioned, all those toolkits are downloadable, and it's totally free. And you and you put your to- toolkits in other languages for our viewers who uh, would prefer to be able to have them in different languages. It's quite remarkable, Absolutely. the depth and the breadth of what you guys have there.